Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Basketball Conference, the ACC Football Podcast, December 28th, Bowl Game Preview Edition. My name is Joey Weaver. I'm a Georgia Tech grad and a Louisville fan. He is Mike McDaniel, a Virginia Tech grad and a Notre Dame fan. Mike, first question, is it is it a good thing that we're getting all the Virginia school uh, bowl games out of the way on the same day? Yeah, I think for the Virginia school's sake, it's probably best that we just talk about them once and then you know just kind of <laughs> kind of let them go and never talk to talk about them again just on paper anyway fair i'll allow it okay yeah so december 28th we've already uh, kind of worked our way into bowl season a little bit here for the acc slate the december 28th slate uh features two games from our uh, our two uh, lovely virginia schools um We'll start at 1.30 p.m. on ESPN as the Virginia Cavaliers are a one-point underdog to the Navy Midshipmen in the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman uh, coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, Mike, this is a home game for Navy. Um, that's I, I never know how to feel about these uh, these military teams that play like home games for their bowls. Like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, there's no excitement for travel, but also you get kind of like a home field advantage going. Yeah, I, I don't know how much stock to put in it either, personally, because I mean, really, for these bowl games, I mean, they are truly neutral site games. You get your ticket allotment, and then you kind of go from there. I mean, that's kind of how it works. But there is some advantage because I, you know, the the donors and the individuals that are closely associated with the service academies playing on their home field, they do have a bit of an advantage because they're able to, you know, through the backdoor methods, get more tickets than the away team. It's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much of an advantage it is. I think, you know, there will be more Navy fans there in that game than Virginia fans, but Virginia doesn't have to travel all that far for this football game either. So I think it'll be a pretty even split there in Annapolis. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, this is an interesting matchup to me, Mike. So Virginia comes in, they're going to play against a Navy offense that's going to pretty closely resemble what Virginia saw uh, about a month and a half ago against Georgia Tech. Um, some might say, I, I, I was listening to a different preview and they were talking about how Georgia Tech is a better version of Navy, and sometimes I'm not so sure. Um, but in any case, in that game, Georgia Tech racked up 36 points, uh, most of it on offense. Uh, I believe there was a couple of other uh, scores in there, but uh, three rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown for Taquan Marshall. I mean, it, it wasn't a very inspiring performance by the Virginia defense in that game, to say the least. Yeah, interesting matchup. You mentioned the whole Virginia or the whole Georgia Tech being a better version of Navy sort of thing. Navy actually has a better rushing offense, as good as Georgia Tech's been. Uh, 307 yards per game on the ground. Navy is actually second in the nation at 343, just behind Army, which if you watch that poll game yesterday, it was ridiculous how they run the football. 362 yards per game for Army this year, which is out of this world. Mm -hmm. um, Virginia's rushing defense is not anything really to write home about. Um, they're 83rd in the country in rushing defense, 178 yards per game given up. But their overall defense is not that bad. They're 36 nationally in total defense. So the Virginia defense, as good as it's been, it's been much better against the pass than it has against the run. You know, that obviously plays in here. I think that's going to be a big indicator of how this game plays out anticipated. Um, I think they're going to have a great chance to win the football game. But when looking on the other side, I mean, Navy's defense is not great. And Virginia's offense has been better than advertised this year. So maybe that's truly where 
you know, we're going to be able to see separation between these two schools, especially if Virginia is able to at least slow down the naval rushing attack. If Virginia can get something going offensively um, against Navy's defense, which I think is perfectly capable and within the realm of possibility, I think Virginia can win this game by a touchdown or two. But if they can't stop the run and Navy keeps Virginia's offense off the field, especially if they can't stop Virginia's offense, then I think it's a much closer game and maybe a game that Navy ends up winning. So, you know, Virginia enters the game, what, is a one-point underdog, I believe? Yeah, one-point dog. So, I, you know, it's basically a pick uh, The way I look at it is Navy is at home, and we just mentioned how it doesn't make for that big of an advantage in a bowl game, but I think it does matter to a degree. Um, Virginia does see this offense once a year, so I think they'll be better equipped than some ACC teams would maybe playing in the Atlantic division and coming and playing a team that runs the option in a bowl game. Um, but since Virginia sees Georgia Tech once a year, I think they'll be better prepared. But, you know, Navy is so efficient on the ground, and they do such a good job that I think Navy's going to be able to keep their offense on the field and score enough points to get by Virginia in this football game. So I'm going to take Navy to win uh, off game by maybe a touchdown. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be competitive. Maybe a game that not a lot of people are expecting to be a lot of fun, but I think it will be because you're seeing kind of such a clash of styles. You know, Virginia's much more balanced offense. Georgia Tech, or Georgia Tech, Navy loves to run the football, and it'll be interesting to see how Navy's defense reacts to Virginia and how they play in this game. But I think Navy wins this football game, but I think it'll be really close. I'm trying to get a sense for how both of these teams are trending, Mike, and it's not really helping. Uh, Virginia has lost five of their last six games. Navy's lost six of their last seven. So it's not like either one comes in on any sort of hot streak to speak of. Um, Definitely not. Yeah. I think I'm with you here. Um, I I, I think I prefer Virginia's ability to move the ball in multiple ways. Um, I think... If it, a lot of this is going to hinge on what Kurt Benkert's able to do throwing the ball, I think. Uh, Navy's passing defense is pretty bad, if all things told. Um, if, if the Cavaliers can get something going in the passing game and kind of move the ball that way, I don't know that uh, Navy's going to move the ball on offense well enough to, uh, to end up winning this game you know, and putting Virginia away. That said, looking at the weather forecast, a uh, high of 29 degrees in Annapolis, so it's going to be cold. Not I- Nice and chilly. Yes. Uh, not ideal passing conditions, uh, and yet uh, I think I'm going to pick Virginia for the reason of their ability to throw the ball uh, and, and the ability to move the ball in more ways than Navy can. Uh, give me Virginia, let's go something like 28 to 20. Maybe like an eight-point game, not bad. Total is fifty-five here. I would I would lean under, but I don't feel very strongly about it either way. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think I'd leave that one alone. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, Mike. So that game's at one thirty, and uh, as it's finishing up at five fifteen, keep your TV tuned to ESPN, and you'll be watching the Campin World Bowl, featuring your number twenty-two Virginia Tech Hokies against the number nineteen Oklahoma State. Cowboys, also referred to as the Pokes, thus making this the Hokey Pokey Bowl uh, as an unofficial nickname. Uh, Mike, you're not very enthused about this matchup as far as I can tell. Yeah, and how could I be? Uh, Virginia (laughs) Tech's 11th in the country in total defense, 24th in passing defense, and we know what Oklahoma State can do through the air, right? So 
Virginia Tech enters play decent against the pass. The problem is they're without Finney Mahota, their starting defensive end. They're without Terrell Edmonds, one of their starting safeties. They're without Cam Phillips on the offensive side of the football, so the ability to keep up with Oklahoma State if they start scoring at a high clip. Oklahoma State puts a ton of points on the board. I think they're scoring something like 40 points per game this year, and that's really scary to play against in a bowl game, Joey. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably the worst possible draw they could have gotten, if we're being quite honest. Um, Mason Rudolph, an experienced quarterback, not going to be afraid of a Virginia Tech uh, Bud Foster defense. Uh, They got James Washington, Junkyard Jim as a solid verbal, uh, calls him on the outside. Fantastic receiver, one of the two or three best receivers in all of college football. It's going to be a game in which Virginia Tech is really going to have to play well and play their best game of the season on both sides of the ball to have an opportunity to win. And looking up and down Virginia Tech's schedule, obviously the closest team that they've played to this that has this level of offensive firepower is probably West Virginia in the opener. And Virginia Tech was able to to win that game on in a neutral site game at FedEx Field, but it was really like a home game for the Hokies, obviously the large contingent um, of their fan base being in the Washington, D.C. metro area. So that helped there in the opener. But, you know, West Virginia has an offense very similar uh, to that of Oklahoma State. They love to sling the ball around quite a bit. My whole thing is that Mason Rudolph is has been so fantastic all year long. He's got so many weapons um, at his disposal, both in the running game and in the passing game. So I think there's just too much offense in this game for Virginia Tech to overcome. And the offense has been so inconsistent for the Hokies for the latter half of the season anyway. It's just hard to have a lot of confidence when they're at full strength, let alone when you know they don't have Cam Phillips, their, you know, their school record holder in nearly every receiving category. So Give me Oklahoma State. They're four-point favorites. I think they win and cover here. I think they win this thing by like 10 to 14. Um, I'm not sure it's all that competitive. I don't have really that high of expectations uh, for this game just because Virginia Tech's going in, missing a lot of key contributors on both sides of the football. But just a really bad matchup for the Hokies here, so I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I would agree. What what you said about uh, this being about the worst possible matchup for Virginia Tech, I would totally agree. Um, This is... This is a very high-flying, uh, high-energy electric offense that Oklahoma State brings in. Now, the Hokies' defense is also very stout, has been very good all year. I just don't know that they're going to be able to hold off Oklahoma State enough to enable the Hokies' offense to to kind of keep up. Um, I think basically what you're going to have to see is Josh Jackson playing like the game of the year uh, for, for the Hokies. You know, he, he's going to have to go nuts, especially with no Cam Phillips. Um so, yeah, I, I, this is a bad matchup for Virginia Tech. It's not impossible that they win. I mean, you never know if Mason Rudolph just doesn't show up and he's got his one eye on uh, the combine or something. I mean, there are ways that Virginia Tech could win this game, but I just I don't think that they're very likely. Um, if, if, they, if they did win this game, I would chalk it up more to bowl game weirdness than to, uh, than to them being a better team necessarily. I think Oklahoma State, there was a while there that Oklahoma State, I thought, should be like a, a playoff caliber team. Um, not a knock on Virginia Tech here at all. This is a really good Oklahoma State team. Yep. Um, Mike, the, the line here, we were talking about this before. I, the line here kind of weirds me out. Virginia Tech is only a four-point underdog. And from what you and I are talking about here, it feels like they're pretty badly outgunned in this game. And so if like a, a margin within a touchdown, like I feel like Vegas knows something that I don't. Yeah, and maybe it's just that Mason Rudolph comes out and doesn't play all that well and 
Oklahoma State just doesn't really show up. I don't know. I, it's it is a weird line. I you know, granted, I don't think Virginia Tech has the firepower on offense to hang with Oklahoma State. My whole thing is even if the Hokies defense plays well in this game, I mean they could play well and still give up thirty points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they played well in the opener against West Virginia. They gave up a ton of points in that game too. So it's not like completely inconceivable that Virginia Tech plays a good game on defense and still gives up a ton of points it's my whole thing is it's a matter of the Virginia Tech offense keeping up because Oklahoma State's going to put points on the board that's just what they do and no matter how well the Virginia Tech defense plays the way that the offenses are structured in the Big 12 and we see it with Oklahoma Oklahoma State we see it with Texas Tech we're starting to see it once again with Texas Um, you know you see these offenses come out they sling the ball all over the field um, and we saw it in the opener for the Hokies against West Virginia, it's a really tough offense to defend because they're just putting the ball in the air 60 times a game. And you're going to make big plays when you do when you throw the football that much. So it's not a matter of the Virginia Tech defense not playing well and you know keeping this thing relatively competitive. For me, it's a matter of the offense of Virginia Tech and Josh Jackson not having a key playmaker in Cam Phillips, not having a great running game all year long, how are they going to be able to manufacture enough points on that side of the football to ultimately win this football game? Let me put it this way, Mike. Oklahoma State this year, in, in 12 games, has failed to score 31 points once. And that was a weird 13-10 to 10 win uh, against Texas. Meanwhile, in their last eight games, Virginia Tech has scored more than 24 points once. Uh, and that was a 59-7 win over North Carolina in mid-October point is that Virginia Tech's offense has not been putting up points at really at all. When they've been winning, it's been in these lower scoring games where they're able to suffocate the opponent's offense. I don't think you're going to be able to do that with Oklahoma State. I just don't think that's that's something that really anybody can do against the, uh, the pokes, as it were. Um, so I think we're on the same page here. Oklahoma State covers, and I, I'm with you on that 10 to 14 point margin. I don't know that it'll end up being a blowout. Oklahoma State's defense is okay but not really anything to write home about so there will be points to be scored for the Hokies but ultimately I don't think they can keep up um let's go 34 to 20 fair enough fair enough all right Mike that's all we got for December 28th anything else before we get out of here I think we're good that's about as quick as I think the Virginia schools wanted it to be (laughs) if these games go as anticipated might I add yeah yeah true um yeah, so check it out again. Uh, Military Bowl at one thirty on December 28th. Uh, Camping World Bowl at 5.15 right after that. Uh, these uh, Virginia schools on ESPN. Just keep your TV tuned there. Uh, Mike, we're going to get out of here and come back and preview the uh, remainder of this ACC Bowl schedule. In the meantime, they can find us on Twitter. I'm at FTRS Joey. He is Mike Mc- at Mike McDaniel ACC, and together we're at BC Podcast ACC. You can send us an email to the longest email address known to man, basketballconferencepodcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, SoundCloud, the Overcast app, and other places. Uh, Mike, where else can they find us on the social medias? Facebook.com slash basketballconference. Rate, review, find all of our podcasts there. Hell yeah, you can. And you should go do that. Thanks to all those who have. Uh, all right, Mike, this has been fun. Uh, you want to come back and preview the rest of these games? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Well, until next time, for Mr. Mike McDaniel, I am Joey Weaver. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. And until then, go ACC. Go ACC.